Today, we be, will be calling a witness to the stand. As we go through the Gospel of John pertaining to Jesus, as we title this, Who Do You Say I Am? We went over the other day, John chapter 1, verse 1 through verse 4, and we quoted a whole lot of scriptures, you know, to prove that from the Bible that John the Apostle himself said that Jesus is God. John gave us the purpose of that, what, what he wrote this book for, that we may believe, and by believing, we will have name, I mean, a life in Jesus' name. So now we are still in John, the Gospel of John, chapter one, and we're gonna start at verse six. And I told when we go in the courtroom, when you go to a courtroom, and you have a defendant and you have a the victim. You have a DA, you have a lawyer. And what they have the most weight, the most credibility is eyewitness account. If you are a witness that say, oh yeah, so-and-so said this, so-and-so heard, so-and-so do. If you, you start talking like that, then they're not even going to deal with you because the fact that that can get discredited so quickly because it is not firsthand testimony. It's not, you wasn't an eyewitness. You didn't hear it. You didn't see it. You didn't smell it. You didn't feel it. You're not an eyewitness of the account. So today in going through the, uh, this series of who do you say I am after we look at what John said, the apostle said, Yesterday, and this is his testimony, he was actually on, it is said that he was actually a disciple of John the Baptist, who we are calling to the stand today. And we're going to hear what John the Baptist have to say. We're going to be at John chapter 1 verse 6, and it says, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. So he wasn't sent from, from by man. He was sent from God. Verse 7 say, This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. Verse 8 say, He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which gives life like to every man coming into the world. A couple of points out of these verses. Uh, point one, this man named John was sent by a sent from God. Okay, uh, in verse seven, we get a couple of more points. Uh, his purpose, he came for a witness. He came to bear witness of the light. And the reason that so man can believe that's the whole purpose of him coming, to bear witness of the, the light that men through him may believe. Verse 8, he wasn't that light, but specifically came to bear witness of that light. So John cleared it up. Look, John the Baptist, his whole purpose was to come to testify 
of the light that was coming into the world. He wasn't that light, but his whole ministry revolved around bearing witness to that light. Sort of like our witness, exactly like our witness today. We're, we are reflectors of that light and we are to bear witness to that light by ministry. So we can drop down to, to verse 15 and it say this. It gives the testimony of John. John bore witness of him and cried out saying, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me is preferred before me for he was before me. And of his fullness we have all received in grace from grace for the law was given through Moses but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. All right, then we drop down to verse 19 and it say this now this is the testimony of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him who are you who are you he confessed and did not deny but confessed I am not the Christ Verse 21 say, and they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, no. Then they said to him, who are you? That we may give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? So looking at these scriptures, I want to go back over them and give you some uh, commentary and explain what's going on in these uh, couple of verses. John is, according to Matthews and Luke, John is preaching. He's preaching a message of repentance. He's preaching, telling people to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He's preaching about the Christ. He's baptizing people. So many men are coming to them. Before John the Baptist, they had a baptism that you get baptism. They had uh, baptism of the law. So people during that time, the Jews... The Hebrews, they knew about baptism and John came out of the wilderness because he was raised in the wilderness according to the scriptures. And when he came, he came preaching the message of repentance. People believed they were baptized. They were asking John, what should they do? And in the gospel of Luke, John was telling them certain things that they should do to show their repentance. Certain men, these men were the Pharisees, which was a sect during that a religious sect during their times you had the Pharisees and you had the Sadducees and both of them had uh, different beliefs but both of them were zealous about what they believed in and those were the, uh, the powers that were ruling in the Sahedra which uh, the, the given the knowledge is like our today Supreme Court uh, but they were strictly going about a law to say the, the Sadducees they believed in the, Bible, the first five books of the Bible they didn't believe in angels and the spirits and all of those certain things. They didn't actually believe in the resurrection of the dead. And then you had the Pharisees, or the Sadducees were uh, were wealthy. They were the rich people during that time. And you had the Pharisees, and the Pharisees, they believed that they believed in the law, the Torah, they believed in the prophets, the, they believed in all of it, but they also believed in the oral, the oral law. And they would they believed it, it, they kept it strict. They were hypocritical and how they kept the law. Jesus 
was strictly condemning them during this time because they was they was very hypocritical in their belief. They just did things to be seen by man and not doing things to be pleasing to God. So these world these powers in Jerusalem of the Sanhedrin sent men from them to see who is this individual that is causing men to be baptized? Who is this individual who is preaching and every man going to him? Is he, go see if he is the Christ. He is making a lot of noise and we're under Roman rule. So we need to see what's going on. See, is he the Christ? It's three things I want to show you. Uh, we can turn the Bible to Deuteronomy chapter 18. Deuteronomy chapter 18. And we can look at these few scriptures to clear up why they asking concerning who he is. Deuteronomy chapter 18 and starting at verse 15, it say, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your midst, from your brethren. Him you shall hear. Then it said, According to all you desire the Lord your God in the Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, nor let me see this great fire in the more, least I die. And the, and the Lord said to me, what they have spoken is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brethren. And I and will put my words in his mouth. And he shall speak to them all that I command him. And it shall be that whoever will not hear my words, which he, he speaks in my name, I will require it of him. So we go from Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 15 through 18, and we can now turn our Bibles to Malachi. Malachi, we can turn the Bibles to Malachi. Malachi, or like so many people say Malachi, but we can say Malachi chapter 4, verse 5. And it said, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Least I come and strike the earth with a curse. Then we can go. Let's try. Let's go to Daniel. Uh, the book of Daniel. Uh, chapter 9 verse 25 know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah or the Christ in Greek the prince that shall be seven weeks and sixty-two weeks the street shall be built again and a wall even in troublesome times these three scriptures I give you now we go back to gospel of John these three scriptures I give you to explain why they ask these things because the Pharisees, the, the religious power during that time, they knew these scriptures as well. And all three scriptures shows that they was waiting for these individuals. They were looking for, they were looking for the Christ. They were looking for Elijah because Elijah was going to come on that uh, before the great day of the Lord according to Malachi. And then... Uh, God had said in Deuteronomy chapter 18 that he was going to send a prophet like Moses. So 
Apostle Peter explained it to us later on um, in Acts that the Christ and the prophet is the same person. So it just shows their interpretation of the scripture. That they were looking for these individuals to come. So they went out there to test and see is John the Baptist actually one of the individuals who they are looking for to come. But in verse... 23 after they say after John say I am none of these individuals y'all looking for then they, they they question and say who are you then who do you say you are because actually in Deuteronomy chapter 18 if a prophet come and they preaching and God haven't sent them they supposed to be stoned so a person that coming that is false that is preaching will get stoned and they will be dead because they are considered a false prophet so now they ask you who do you say you are then if you're none of these people, who are you? Why are you preaching? Why you got all these men following you? Who are you? But the, 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 the people that interpret the scriptures, they miss one person. Verse 23 saying, he said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said. They knew of the three, but they forgot the one that was supposed to come before the Messiah. Let's turn our Bible to Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 40, Isaiah chapter 40, and we'll be starting at verse 3. And notice all these things occurred, this book was written seven over 700 years before John the Baptist come, and John said that Verse 3 says, The voice of one crying in the wilderness prepared the way of the Lord, made straight in the desert a highway for our God. During those times when John came, it was not many roads, it was muddy roads, and that was showing that spiritually one going to come and prepare the hearts of men for the coming of the Lord when he come. And John just identified to the people that he is that voice crying in the wilderness to make straight the way of the Lord. And he was the fulfillment of the prophet Isaiah, which he spoke in over 700 years before John actually came. Verse 24 say, Now those who were sent were from the Pharisees. And they asked him, saying, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ, the Elijah, nor the prophet? See, they, they didn't even listen to what he just said because of their interpretation of the scripture. But they questioned him concerning them submer him submerging people into the water because he's not Christ, the anointed one, Elijah, the great prophet, nor the prophet that was spoken to Moses in Deuteronomy. But this is what John said in John 26. John answered them saying, I baptize you with water, but there stands one among you whom you do not know. It is he who coming after me is preferred before me, whose strap I am not worthy to lose. And the time it, it explained that a, a, a servant was one that uh, unloosed the, the, the sandals of the master. And John said that he is not even worthy to be a servant of him. He is not even worthy to be due the duties of a servant to the Messiah. Matter of fact, he said in verse 27, look now, he said that coming after me is preferred before me. That means he coming after him, but he's preferred before me. Now we can drop down in verse 29 and then tell us the next day. 
The next day, John saw Jesus. Now the whole time he didn't give a name about who this Messiah, this son was, it was just everybody looking for the Christ. It said, the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, behold. That means look intently. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he whom I said, after me comes a man who is preferred before me, which he quoted in verse 26. Then he, he added more to it. He said, for he was before me. Can't overlook that. John was six, according to Luke, John was six months older than Jesus. But John just said that for he was before me. He couldn't be before him physically because John is older than Jesus physically. But he said for he was before me. Remember that what John the Apostle said. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14 says, and the Word became a human. When John seen Jesus, John said, for he was before me. That shows us that Jesus always eternally existed. Verse 31 says, I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore, I came baptizing with water. That's why, so he can be revealed to Israel. Verse 32 says, And John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. It didn't say it remained upon him. It said he remained upon him. It didn't say, verse 33, I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. John have gave his witness on the stand. And John have said that I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. John the Apostle have testified that he's God. John uh, 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 the Baptist is testifying and showing that he is the son of God. Matter of fact, if we look more, let's get more into it. Let's turn our Bibles to Matthews chapter 3 and let's see uh, uh, more of what occurred during that which happened with John talking about. In John chapter 3 and we look at verses 13, we just going to read from 13 to verse 17. And it say, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And are you coming to baptize? Are you coming to me? Excuse me. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it be so now, for thus it is fit and for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were open to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. That was John the uh, Baptist was speaking about in John the Gospel. And then verse 17, he said, And suddenly a, a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved son, 
in whom I am well pleased. That is why John can testify that that is the Son of God, because when he baptized him, the Spirit descended on him. God have already told John that who you see the Spirit descending on, that who the same person that going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit, and that the voice came from heaven saying that this is my beloved Son, I am well pleased. That's why John is able to testify and say this is the Son of God. So, my brothers and my sisters in Christ, as the series goes on, Jesus asks you, who do you say I am?